Que quiero sentir tus labios besándome otra vez Suave, besame, besame Hey everyone, check out Taqueria for the finest Mexican cuisine in all of Korea. If you don't believe me, ask Jorge Cantu and check out his Twitter. He's got a picture of him in a Mexican professional wrestler costume at Taqueria. That's him in the mask. But anyhow, after he had the tacos there, the guy's been on a power tear surge. He's been hitting the ball out. But uh, on May 3rd and 4th, they'll celebrate a big Mexican holiday called Cinco de Mayo, and they'll have free tortilla, free tortilla soup, homemade flan, horchata, which is a Mexican non-alcoholic drink, uh, plus good deals on enchiladas and margaritas. Mention this ad, and you'll get 15% off. And also, if you want to win some free drinks, they'll be playing Mexican bingo, known as Loteria, which is a Mexican bingo. So, for all your Mexican food needs, it's Jacob and Susie over at Taqueria 042 242-1600. Maybe I'll see you over there soon for a drink and a margarita and a horchata and a burrito and the nachos, which are the best in maybe all the world. All right. Ted, you there? Good evening. I'm here. Okay, Ted. great. I got G the great G-O-U is on the line. <laughs> well, I don't know about great, but I'm online. So. <laughs> and we all think you're great. The oh, infamous Ted Smith, super fan He's extraordinaire. <laughs> Well, there's not too much to cheer about tonight, Ted. I'll tell you that much. Uh, there is not. Um, <laughs> if you can believe this, I'm actually calling you from inside the stadium right now. I hear so, a few people. I've been living here for four years, but this is probably the first time that it's ever been quiet enough uh, for me to hazard a phone call. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the ComingToAmericaBaseball.com podcast. We come with heavy hearts this week. This is part two of a special on the ferry tragedy that struck here uh, in South Korea last April, excuse me, last Wednesday, April 16th, where um, it seems like the count, the body count now is up to 150 and I've heard as high as 300. GOU is with us today. Ted Smith, superfan GOU with Yonhop News, of course. The great uh, baseball writer, sports writer who brings us all the news in English. And guys, uh, it's been a tough 10 days here on the peninsula. Gio, let's start with you and kind of bring us through what you know up to date right now and how it's affected baseball. Um, this is a baseball podcast. Right. Uh, I mean, this very sickening, the whole tragedy really has uh, affected the entire nation, really. The, uh, the whole country is pretty, uh, you know, uh, uh, I guess, pretty affected. Uh, by the by, the loss of you know, big big loss of life, and mostly, uh, you know, a lot of the people that have uh, that have been uh, uh, found dead, or I guess there's hundreds of others that are still missing. A lot of them are still high school students, uh, mm -hmm. teenagers, and, and I think that really uh, has hit them hard for a lot of people here. And for me personally, I don't really actually watch a lot of news on television because it just makes me depressing. Uh, you know, watching these um, this development. Uh, down, down of the uh, south coast, uh, you know, watching their parents, the the the, the survivors, surviving students, uh, in, in, in grief and mourning. I just, I, I just choose not to watch, uh, when, when, you know, the, 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 all the coverage on mm -hmm. television. So, uh, personally, I, I try to sort of, you know, try try to uh, stay positive, you know, try to uh, keep myself, uh, I guess, I guess, distracted. 
from all this development out there. And I guess baseball does come into play in that regard. You know, obviously baseball being the most popular sport in the country, uh, people watch baseball more than any other sport in this uh, in, in Korea. And uh, you know, people still go to the games. Uh, I guess the teams and the league, the KBO, have have, uh, have agreed not to sort of engage in uh, a lot of. Uh, I guess, on-field celebrations of, of victories. And they've also asked the fans not to sort of, you know, get into the cheering, at least for the, I guess, for the time being. And, and they might actually resume uh, some of the loud cheering. They're playing the songs for the, for the hitters that are coming to that bats and, and, and whatnot. They might resume that probably start next week. Okay. Now, Ted, you, of course, are, in my eyes, one of the super fans here in the country. Um, every every team has their own super fan, or but you're with the Nexon Heroes now for four years, and how have you seen this affect the cheering? And you're in the stadiums more than any of us. Um, well, it certainly hit a lot closer to home for some members of the Heroes Nation. Uh, the high school from which most of the um, uh, deceased and missing students. Uh, attended is was in I believe Ansan or was it Chonan? It's Ansan. Ansan, that's correct, yeah. and that's uh, fairly close to uh, Suan, which is the former home of the Nexen Heroes when we were still the Hyundai Unicorns. And uh, I've met more than one person uh, with a direct connection to wow. the incident here in the stadium, and uh, the emotions are quite powerful. God. Now, how about in the stands? Um, I noticed there was a sign that the heroes put up and kind of, I don't know if it was intended for the players or the fans. I saw it on Facebook and it went somewhere along the lines on just kind of focus on the game. And uh, has, have you seen a big change in the stands in terms of cheering and, and sound systems and hoopla and stuff like that? Um, well, the day following the incident, uh, all artificial noise-making uh, devices were banned. So uh, no speakers, no cheermaster, no cheerleaders. And fans were asked uh, to politely refrain from uh, getting overly excited and making a lot of noise while uh, for... Uh, all of last week um, and this week as well, we were supposed to resume uh, the regular cheering schedule as of today, but as the death toll continues to mount, yes. it, uh, I guess it has seemed, seems inappropriate uh, to restart the festivities. Now, uh, when do you guys think that you know people will get back to some normalcy in terms of cheering and, and things like that? I remember on September 11th, uh, well, a few weeks after September 11th, maybe three weeks after, Mayor Giuliani came on Saturday Night Live with uh, Lauren Michaels, the creator, and kind of said, all right, it's t it, you can go back to laughing now. They kind of made a joke about Lauren Michaels said, can we, can we go back to being funny? And Giuliani said, well, were you ever funny? And that kind of like broke the ice, and America maybe went back to a little bit of normalcy then. When do you guys foresee that happening in Korea with baseball and the cheering? Uh, Gio, why don't we start with you first? Uh, sure. I think it's going to be a while. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, the, comparing this particular accident with 9-11 is kind of, I think there are two different things. First, 9-11 was, I think, way worse in terms right. of the, the, the death toll and the whole scale. And 
It was essentially a terrorist attack where this one is just a disaster uh, and not involving any sort of uh, outside attack. So I guess in a, with 9-11 back then, it was kind of similar with the Boston Marathon last year. You know, people showing up to Marathon this year uh, in great numbers uh, to show that they're not going to back down from terrorists, that they're going to uh, prove that they're, you know, they can live no more life and endure themselves playing baseball, watching baseball, running marathons and whatnot. It's kind of different now with this particular uh, uh, sinking in Korea. Mm -hmm. uh, and the death toll continues to rise. Uh, there are people, the teenagers still missing. Uh, so I think the Koreans are going to take a little longer to, you know, get back to their normal life, whether it's cheering at baseball stadiums and, and all that. But you know, having said that, you know, Ted and I, we were at the, at the game together on Tuesday a couple of days ago. And I went up to the stands, watched a few innings with them. And uh, it was between Nexon and Lotte, by the way. And Nexon ended up winning 10-9 with a walk of walk in the bottom ninth inning. But they were trailing 7-1. So Lotte was leading big 7-1, I think, for three or four innings. And people in the Lotte size of uh, stands, they're, you know, without the speakers, they're, they started singing, they're, they're uh, starting chanting and whatnot. And you could hear people from the third base side, from the Nexon side, you know, yelling toward the Lotte fans, uh, you know, to be quieter. Wow. To uh, to be polite, to be more polite, and maybe they're obviously they're probably frustrated that their team team was down so bad, so 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 by by six runs and so early in the game. But at the same time, I think they wanted to they wanted to see the visiting uh, the fans to uh, show more respect. And remember, this is barely a week after the accident, right. so I think it's going to take a little while. Uh, probably it's going to go into May. I think when uh, uh, you know when. Uh, the people are going to go back to, uh, the, I guess, the regular cheering uh, uh, activities. Ted, how, now, Ted, you, you said before that you thought maybe tonight regular cheering would resume. When do you think it will? Um, uh, well, we can't be sure. I believe while the recovery effort is ongoing, it's probably going to continue uh, the way it is. I mean, with, your, with, your, with regards to your question of what is an appropriate response to an event like this um obviously i guess that depends on the severity of the event and uh that's a somewhat subjective term um i i mean i suppose you could compare uh this to 9-11 in terms of body count and then it's it's an order of magnitude indifference but i think what's really upsetting to most people is the fact that it was children mostly children mm -hmm. um and that is what has kept the attention of the nation uh, so strongly in the last week. And we'll, we'll probably continue to do so until uh, the recovery and the cleanup operation has come to a finish. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, if uh, we don't see the speakers and the cheerleaders back for another week or so. All right. Now... Uh, the day of the tragedy, last uh, Wednesday, April 16th, um, I believe it was, Gio, you correct me if I'm wrong, there was an article uh, that came out about uh, the games that night down in Pusan and the Lotte mm -hmm. cheerleader, uh, who I've met, very nice guy, kind-hearted guy, and fans were embroiled in some sort of controversy. Uh, there was a media report that came out that they were singing some sort of a a maritime song, a boat song, and some people said it was a sign of disrespect, and others say it was a tribute to the victims. Gio, let's start with you on that. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they, 
they did play, uh, I think, a, a song with a with a title. And it, it's got a it's got a word. It's got a Korean word for ship or vessel in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a song yeah. about right, penalty. So it's, it's supposedly about uh, I guess the fishermen or, or or people who work in the seas. And I, I think the timing of it, uh, uh, you know, less than. You know, just in just a few hours after the ship sinking, and for them to go out there uh, to be, you know, performing a song like that. Now, is that and, their uh, one of their normal songs that they say, one of their regular songs that Lotte sings? I believe it is. Okay. I believe it's one okay. of the, you know, along with the, the Busan Kalmegi, Busan Sigo, which they did sing again Mokdong the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe it's one of the regular, uh, regular uh, on the repertoire of the cheering songs and. You know, these teams actually receive, I guess, a directive, for lack of a better word, from the KBL, you know, not to engage in any sort of loud, I guess, to borrow from test term, artificial uh, noise-making uh, uh, cheering devices. And I don't know, maybe the Lotte Giants didn't get the order. Uh, they just went ahead, and, and I think it, just, it was inappropriate. Uh, but the cheerleader, for his part, he came out and apologized uh, for his action. And uh, uh, so, that, that was, so that was that, and I think... Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to really figure out you know, where to draw the line and when do you do, draw the line, when do you start, when is it okay to uh, start cheering. It's, you know, some of the TV stations now who've, who who've used to run news updates on this 24-7, basically the pulling last... Pulling back a little bit. So they're, they're pulling back a little yeah. bit. They're showing more dramas on television. They're, they're showing more primetime sort of uh, you know, talk shows and entertainment uh, programs now. So maybe, maybe uh, sports leagues, whether it's baseball, the K-League, soccer, and, and what have you, maybe they're going to sort of follow in their footsteps now. Now, Ted, uh, you've had your run-ins with Lotte and the fans and all that. Um, were you, are you versed on what happened with that incident with the songs on the, the night of the tragedy? Uh, well, generally the league as a whole was kind of slow to respond Uh to the incident Mm -hmm. um there was kind of a general order given out uh to refrain from using cheerleaders and speakers which was more or less universally disobeyed on the first night but um it's kind of unclear as to whether or not that came from a league authority whether or not that was just a suggestion that was out on the internet or whether or not um uh, or whether or not it was made by a representative of uh, the parents or the right. people involved with the incident itself. Gio um, might know that, that answer. Did, well, did the, came from the send, KBO. Did the KBO well, send a notice to all teams? Yep, and they, they also issued a press release on that. Okay, so. uh, prior to the games on the 16th? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and, uh, but... I mean, in general, like, not all the facts were known on the first day. Um, And I feel that many people, well, many people at the time were saying, well, should we do a minute of silence or or something, make mention of it. Uh, It went unmentioned in the Busan game, and I was over in Jamshil Stadium watching Twins Heroes game at the time, and it also went unmentioned. Um, I think... uh, considering that we were unsure how many people were rescued, dead, and missing at that point, perhaps a minute of silence would have been even premature. Um, but uh, I really, 
I really can't hold it against uh, the latte cheer master or the cheering staff um, for the way that they behaved that night because they were told, obviously, by their superiors to go out and do their job as they regularly would. Mm. Now, Ted, and, and again, at that point, at that point, very few of the of the facts that we know now were known. Right. There was a lot of speculation going on in the media. I think they just decided to go ahead. A lot of confusion at that point. Yeah. Barely. Now, Ted, let me ask you, have fans come up to you? You know, your group there, you are the leader of the uh, Next in Heroes uh, cheering section uh, for all intents and purposes. Have they come up to you and said, hey, Ted, you know, let's get this thing going again, or when are we going to do it? Are you, are you fielding things, you know, inquiries such as that? No. Um, and actually, uh, contrary to perhaps your expectation, uh, fans and, and some of the people connected with uh, the ball team as well uh, had advised me that I should perhaps refrain from dressing in my mm -hmm. usual festive mm -hmm. costumes. Sure. Um, I was definitely told that I should not bring any noise-making implements such as my drum, my megaphone, or my whistle. Um, and I, right now, I'm just standing by with the rest of the league until we get, I guess, the, the more official go-ahead to resume with our cheering activities, um, which I think is the right thing to do out of, out of respect for all parties concerned. And it's certainly not a major sacrifice on our part. Now, um, Ted, when, you, when it does resume, will you feel some sort of, uh, you know, a, a big sense of responsibility on your shoulders? Because, you know, you're, you're one of the people that's kind of get, get things back to normalcy. Is, is, it, is this a big, you know, is this a big responsibility or do you feel any sort of uh, extra pressure and cheering? Uh, will you on that particular night or day? Uh, I don't look at it that way in particular. Um, I, I know it's tragic and kind of a cliche, but uh, really my attitude on this is uh, is at some point the show must go on. Yeah. And when we get the go-ahead from the league, um, we're going to pick up where we left off. Gio, um, how? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. It, it, it would be nice, perhaps. Uh, I'd like maybe to think that if, if I could have a positive effect on, on restoring people's attitudes, and uh, and making them enjoy things again, uh, I'd very much like to be a part of that, but only uh, at the appropriate time. Uh, Gio, we'll start with you, and then back to Ted. Um, you know, I watched some of these games, and you know, I've never seen it so quiet. Uh, it almost seems eerie. Mm -hmm. It almost seems like uh, minor league baseball in the states. What was your initial reaction to seeing a game, a KBO game? without the cheering, without the hoopla? What was, what was going through your mind at that, that moment? Well, you know, I found it also, I found it also pretty weird, uh, mm -hmm. almost bizarre, really, uh, to, to be, yeah, I mean, with all the respect, uh, Mokdong is usually pretty quiet anyway, I guess, uh, during the regular season, even though they're drawing more fans, almost twice the fans at home this year than compared to last year, and they're in first place, too. Um, but even in Mokdong, to be you know that quiet, really, uh, it was really, it was really strange. And, and I used to be sort of, I didn't really used to be the fan of all the you know cheering, all this constant you know banging of drums, playing music every for every batter that is coming to the plate. But I, you know, I've I've sort of grown to like it a little bit. You know, some of the songs are pretty catchy, and then you know they sort of stay with you for mm -hmm. a bit, and you find yourself sort of humming along to some of the songs after you watch it some games a few days in a row during the postseason and whatnot. So, 
uh, having having gone through the change myself and to watch the Guru game and where it's really quiet, I, I really find it uh, very strange. And you know, I'm sure there are people who would mind such such uh, I guess uh, silence, quiet. You know, they, right. Some people would like still would still like to go to the ball game and actually watch the game itself. And but you know, I think there are still a lot of others who go to stadiums to really enjoy the experience. You know, you know, cheering. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, downing a few beers and uh, you know just munching on some chicken and whatnot and watch baseball the whole whole uh, whole experience and uh, you know I couldn't feel that excitement excitement uh, in in the air and on that particular night and, and mocked them so I, I you know I like to see it come back I, I, I obviously will come back eventually uh, but as I said earlier you know when do you you know when is the right time I guess there's no really right answer to that. We had uh, Shane Newman on earlier today, and he said for the first three innings of that first night, he didn't hear any cheering at all, and he thought maybe that was a, possibly a tribute to the to the victims, but he just found it to be eerie and bizarre as well. So, uh, Ted, how about you? Uh, you know, first first few innings, or or uh, you know, first few minutes of watching a game where. You didn't have all the hoopla that you're normally used to. What was your reaction? Um, well, for someone like me, um, uh, the cheering at the games is almost a bigger draw than the actual baseball itself. And uh, the absence of it is more than just noticeable. It's, uh, it's, it is very eerie. Um, the near silence of the ballpark, I think, is a, is a good indication of, of the mood people are in. I think maybe uh, listeners uh, back home in the, in the States um, might have a little uh, difficulty under, understanding this, uh, but this, this event is not being viewed as some kind of local tragedy just for uh, the town of the school involved or, or where it occurred off the Korean coast, this is being viewed as a national tragedy. Yes. And many people who are very far removed from the event in a personal sense are being affected on a personal level. And, um, and festivities are, are, are being deliberately curbed, not just in the ballpark, but in general. I mean, even at, even, uh, at the restaurant after the ballpark, uh, People aren't going and drinking beer and eating chicken uh, or having barbecue like they usually do. They're going straight home. Um, but we're starting to hear the cheering noise come back and, and people are getting excited as the games go on. And I think people are more or less ready for uh, a return to normalcy, uh, to use your phrase, mm-hmm. Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really feel that the league, well, and, and the fans, and the pop, the general populace is just waiting for the appropriate moment to come. You know, I, I think a ready comparison would be uh, to the way NFL play resumed uh, far too soon after the Kennedy assassination mm. uh, is, is something that I would compare it to. Well, they canceled the first week, right? I believe? Yeah. Yeah. But MLB, yeah, MLB was MLB was dark for, geez, it had to be at least a week. Gio, do you remember? 
Oh, jeez. I remember I wasn't even alive at the time. So. Oh, I'm sorry. This is for, uh, I'm, I'm about uh, re referring to 9 11. 9 11. Okay. Yeah. One, okay. I, I thought you were guys talking yeah. about the FK. Uh, no, uh, 9 11, jeez. Uh, it might have been a week, I think. Because yeah. they ended up playing the World Series in November, right? Right. Yeah. Where Derek Jeter yeah. became just in November. Well, uh, they, they lost the World Series. So. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just rubbing in. <laughs> Remember, I'm not a fan of uh, any team besides uh, one team now that we can't mention. Okay. Uh, anyhow, um, Ted, uh, Gio, oh, Gio, one last thing, uh, mm -hmm. if you may mention, that the players, uh, you probably know more about it than I, uh, the KBO players, uh, the KBO, the highest league in Korea, as you like to put it in your... Uh, in all your articles, which I, I love to see. Um, it, the players are getting uh, together and raising funds for this event, as well as uh, Ryu Hyun Jin. And he mm. had actually, speaking of a moment of silence, he had a moment of silence, uh, requested it at Dodger Stadium, and they did that. But could you get into more about what the, the players are doing and the league is doing for the, for the, you know, for the families? Uh, sure. Well, the players, uh, the association uh, in the KBO, they've also made some... Uh, financial donations to the uh, the families of the victims and anybody who's affected by this, by this uh, tragedy and also the managers of the, all the KBO teams, the nine current uh, teams plus the KT Wiz uh, who are playing the Futures League who will be joining the big league mm -hmm. starting next year. So all 10 teams, their managers uh, have chipped in uh, some money to uh, to donate to uh, to these uh, families as well. So, you know, they're making some, uh, I guess, uh, uh, you know, financial, uh, uh, they're trying to help them financially uh, raise funds. And you mentioned Lee Hyun Jin, uh, he donated some cash as well. He also uh, had a had an autograph signing session to raise funds uh, oh, wow. for this victim. In, in, in addition to uh, donating that money uh, on the side. So he's done some uh, good work, I mm -hmm. think, uh, over, from, over from L.A. And, this has uh, affected him. I mean, he posted so. something about it on his locker. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Martin Kim was, you know, had had helped out with that. His translator, right. Right. but this it seems from what I've read that he's very affected by this. And you know, I, I think it was pretty neat for him to go out on, on that day, and, and I guess it was Wednesday back in the U.S. or Thursday morning in Korea. He went out there and pitched a great game, uh, seven innings and, and two hits, and no uh, no runs allowed. And also the same day, uh, Shin Su Chu uh, of the uh, Rangers, the Texas Rangers, he also had a great game. On that day, also dedicated his uh, his game at the, yep. at the ballpark to the families and the victims of this accident. So I think it's you know the, these athletes from from where they are from uh, they're, they're trying to use the platform, uh, you know, to try to help these uh, people that are affected by this. Uh, Ted, uh, any last parting shots? Any last parting shots? Um, I just. Uh, I suppose, uh, just as a gesture, I'd like to offer my condolences to all the families involved. Um, and I pray for a quick end to the recovery operation and uh, hope that soon we can get back to get things back to normal. Amen. Uh, Gio, how do the fans get in touch with you? Well, you know, they can find me at on Twitter. If, if, if they're on Twitter, they can start following me, I guess, at Jeho underscore one. That's J E H O underscore one. The number or, one. Uh, the number one. That's that's right. Number one. Right. Uh, because I, you know, somebody. Jeho <laughs> was the way to take it. So number I, one sports writer in English in Korea, folks. You heard it here. Well, you know, thanks. <laughs> I guess. Um, Facebook. I'm also on Facebook. That's uh, 
facebook.com backslash or is it slash or backslash G-O-U-J-E-E-H-O-Y-O-O. So uh, so I'm on, I'm on social media. I'm trying to be active and that they can find me there. And Ted? Um, I'm on both Facebook and Twitter. Uh, my Twitter call sign is at Ted Jing. That's T-E-D-Z-Z-I-N-G. Uh, you can also find my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Tedzing, T-E-D-Z-Z-I-N-G. Thanks very much for having me tonight. Hey, thank you. And also at famousinkorea.com, isn't that right? Oh, there's a, there's a new website coming out uh, because my publisher wanted me to go with the more international angle. So I will be launching Tedzing.com very soon. But okay. uh, thanks for the plug. No problem. Is Famous in Korea still up? Still going in the interim, but okay. I have not made any new posts because I'm writing a book right now. That's right. Why don't you tell us about that briefly? Oh, um, well, uh, if your listeners are unfamiliar with me, um, I achieved, I guess, maybe D-list celebrity status in South Korea. No, I'm giving uh, you merely as a Gio, fan of baseball. Gio, come on. He's being humble here. <laughs> Well, I'll give him at least a B list, maybe. A B, a B in, in all of Korea. I'm giving him an A list in, in, in superfan, uh, you know, category. If I was, if I was on the B list, uh, TV studios would be paying for my parking when they have me in for an interview or, a, or a shoot. Um, so yeah, um, I started as an amateur cheer master, so I lead the cheering for the next end heroes at road games. And uh, I guess uh, because I'm a, I'm a foreign national and, and the first non-Korean to ever become a cheer master in this country, uh, even up to the, the national team level when I appeared uh, leading for the national team in Taiwan last year in March, um, I've been invited to appear on a lot of TV shows, um, interviewed by newspapers. I've, I've appeared in almost 100 newspaper articles. Wow. As of this March. Including one by me. Um, That's right. Last year, I remember. Oh, thank you very much. That was my favorite one, actually. <laughs> Thanks. And I got one, too, which brings us to the documentary, which Ted and Gio will both appear in, as well as the teaser. Uh, hopefully this summer we'll get the teaser together. You know, this, this stuff takes a lot of time and money, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get that teaser together, and then we'll get uh, at, start asking for some donations to finish the uh, post-production but Ted, I want to have you back on again and just do a Ted Zing podcast. And Gio, I want to check in with sure. you uh, sure. as well later on in the season as things begin to heat up. And hopefully, you know, we could go back to some normalcy. And again, our condolences to all those involved in the tragedy. And uh, a special shout out to the to the uh, rescue workers and the divers and all the volunteers who are uh, the real heroes, Ted, right now. Did you see what I did with that there? I, I did. I'm, yeah. I'm, you remember I majored in English literature. I don't <laughs> like to acknowledge uh, cheap puns like that. All right. Well, they, I, I just consider them big-time heroes right now. All right, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot. Good night. Thanks for having me. Gio, thanks for uh, taking time out of your daddy duties. And Ted, is the game over now? Yeah, I think it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. 14 to 2. We lost quite badly. I'm kind of glad that you pulled me out of the stands for this. All right. <laughs> so I picked a good night. 
Well, from yes. Daegu, South Korea, Ted is in Seoul as well as Gio. Uh, this is the Coming to America Baseball.com podcast. To find me on Twitter, coming to A M E R B B. Um, coming to America Baseball.com. You'll find this on iTunes and it should be up in the next day. Uh, good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us, guys. Good night. Yeah, Take care. Bye bye.